4: welcome to the one was had a dream podcast my name is lee finch uh, and we are joined tonight by danny baker and we will be joined later on by matt haylock danny how are you you okay
3: i am terrific i uh, I had a really good weekend obviously watching the dons i had my little nephew and my mum god help gene baker and um my brother my brother and my little nephew came all the way from australia um, with my sister and my mum and we all went and watched the game and it was little boy, little lads first ever football match anywhere and obviously he got his shirt and everything which was great and then Sunday had his little birthday and the women won um, what did you make of the did you watch any of the women's Euros Lee did you watch any of it
4: I, I only watched the uh, what's it called the last stages of it I'm Women's football, right? This is a strange one for me, and I don't want to come across as a male showing this pick or, or be called sexist, no, well, which I, I I don't mind it. I think it's good. I, I like international women's football. We spoke to Megan Stowe on here, and I, I, yeah, I'm all for, all for the women's football and I'm all for the AOC women's team. I used to ref it when I was growing up and uh, used to ref all the girls and stuff you like that. couldn't keep up, no? No, you yeah. couldn't keep up with play. <laughs> it was the best football. I could have gone pro, mate, but it's a bad knee injury. Yeah. And then uh, I just, my thing is with it is. It's a totally different. I don't like the way it's been compared to the Met, like it's I totally coming agree. home. It's yeah, been
3: totally and, different games. You can't put them together.
4: Yeah, and like everyone's going, oh, it's now home. And I had a bit of an argument with friends of mine who said, oh, look, football's finally come home. And I'm like, well, it hasn't, in my opinion. And and, and it's like for me, it's like rugby. I I watch international rugby. I watch England say play Australia, or New Zealand, but I wouldn't watch club rugby. I wouldn't put if Harlequins was on TV or or, or that. I probably wouldn't go watch it. And yeah. I think it's the same for the women's football. I think international women's football is very good. It's good quality. But I probably wouldn't go and watch, low, like, do you know what I mean? Like, AFC Women? You know, know what's, what's really low interesting? Couple right? would.
3: I, obviously, good mates of Kevy runs the women's team. And I actually yeah. did about a good, good, almost the best part of the year doing volunteering. And the standard is stunning. It, yes. it really is. But I think it's in a really, really delicate place. And, I, and let me just rant for a second. Is that the, when I speak to so many people about women's football, they're talking about the, skill which is true but they also talk about the way that the game is played the respect shown the fans and the reason why men's football has got to the place of what it is and and, and the, the sheer adrenaline and the argument with the ref is because of you know financial implications and all of a sudden people start putting a bit more money in and there's a lot more on it it's going to be a really interesting place in five or ten years time because rightly women's football is going to have a boom and it needs to and it's absolutely perfect little girls going out to play football I think it's great but it'd be fascinating to know whether the game women's football gets to keep its core values its fundamentals when it goes into that next phase does that make yeah.
4: sense I tell you Gwen, this is where I, I keep hearing like the atmosphere is totally different it's families there was no trouble at Wembley and stuff like that where with the, with the men's there can be uh trouble but with men's football it's more tribalism and it's more yeah, do you know what I mean and with yeah. women's football it's not so it's, it's beautiful but Will will people go and watch now? Like I saw a few posts and stuff. People going that the women's team should be playing at Plough Lane, which I totally agree. But if they can bring the money in that Broncos pay us, then I'm all yeah. for it. Brilliant stuff, play there. But people that are saying this don't even go watch them at Carl Shorten. So there's no point. I, saw, I think Anthony Circuit put it on Facebook. Said, look, it's all well and good jumping on a bandwagon now, but people need to start putting their money in and saying, right, I'll buy a match, I'll go watch them at Carshalton shorten before going to watch them at Plough Lane, because it ain't that far. It's not that no, big a difference. So stop going on about, oh, women's football's brilliant, it's got to be played at Plough Lane, when you've not gone to watch one game of women's football.
3: I mean, I think it's such a great launch pad, and I'm desperate. Oh, I'm hoping, I, I've got I, I, I'm hoping when she's five six, the game is not, I don't know if it's going to ever be equal, but it's going to get closer to it. Like you've got the men's and the women's tennis, I'm but it'll it be f- fascinating to see how the game is played, how it's watched and perceived and discussed. I'm be all
4: for it. I think there should be more, more football. Like another thing that I got on it as well is that I keep hearing that girls in school should be playing more of it, which I totally agree with. They should. Yep. But it's on the other turn is when do boys go and play netball? Yeah. They they don't and there's no there's no twisting you know what I mean people don't go, Well, why are the boys not playing netball? Why are the boys not playing like these kind of sports that women mainly play? Do you know what I mean? Let's turn the tap. let's do every all everyone should have a choice of what sports yeah, they should play I agree, now, I, I think. Totally you, but then it's hard because schools don't have the budgets and the, the PE teachers to go. right no,
3: but you're right though. It's you know, it's what's great is that we're getting into a an era of inclusivity and that everybody gets the opportunity to do what they want to do. It's just gonna be really good in ten years' time. And again, if you think about the football tribalism with, with with the male game is that originally, you know, with the Maradona's and the Falkland's and you've got 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years of football in rivalry, you know, 66 is what, 56 years. If the women's game potentially, and again, it's only just started in the professional era, you give it 50 years and then see if it if it maintains that, yes. the friendly banter and the friendly lines. I hope it does. And if it does, then I, I think it'll put the... the the male game to shame, and we can hopefully get rid of this of the nonsense. But the female Just, game, I'm really hoping it gets the publicity, it does get the kick on. But I'm fascinated to see where it sits. Well,
4: don't I'll chuff a bits for the girls. I, it, as I said, I watched some of it, I thought it's brilliant. Uh, I, I do like the fact that if you were ne- not negative in any way, but like the keeper, I feel the keeper for the Sweden game, that Russo goal. Yeah. Everyone's saying it's amazing. I still think it's a keeper error. If, if Zanif lets that in on a Saturday, I'd be going mental if he gets nutmegged yeah. from two yards from a back hill. And any time you said that, I think some people just jumped on it. Oh, like, you're sexist, Pete. You can't say that. Do you know what I mean? Where I think like, if you speak to, say, a Megan Stowe or something, she kind of gets it. She'll probably go, yeah, it is a keeper error. Do you know what I mean? Where they kind of get football themselves, but there's people yeah. that are jumping on bandwagon behind it. As I said, I'm all for it. Would I go watch it? Probably not. Do you know what I mean? I but I'm all, no, as I said international, I don't watch rugby. I don't watch hockey. I watch the Commonwealth hockey now yeah. because it's on, but I'm not going to go down my local hockey team and watch a men's or girls' hockey game. I guess and it's I, a
3: I guess it's a question of if it's on, you'll watch it. If it's on the telly and you'll pass him through and there's not much on, you might watch it. Whereas actually going out, which is realistically the women's game, you're gonna to need to go to the game. There's not gonna be as much yeah. opportunity to see it on the telly or whatever, then you're right. I and I, I, I agree. I totally agree. And,
4: but let's and, hope and said, do. I, I do. And I think it's it's been a platform for get more girls playing football, which is as you said, you've got a little daughter now. Uh, and if she wants to be a footballer, then great. We, the girls didn't have that 10, 15 years ago. Absolutely.
3: Oh, definitely not. Uh,
4: and, do you know what I mean? And, and and there would have been people saying no, you can't play when we won the World Cup, there probably would have been girls being told they can't and play football.
3: We're selling women's shirts in the shop. And I don't know yeah. if that's a good link up. But yeah, yeah let's,
4: get, let's yeah, let's get Matt in. Uh Matt. Haylock is joining us. He is the, is it the manager of the club shop or the, the chief oh, director? Cause I know Chris Falk's like the content director. You well, like, the, like
1: Gareth Keenan, and the assistant to the I, manager. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not precious. I'm the retail manager.
4: The retail manager.
1: Right. How,
3: how the, has there been many girls? Has it been much take up for the women's shirts or the
1: girls? Yeah, shirts yeah, names? I mean, um, unfortunately the home ladies women's shirt hasn't been delivered yet. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll touch on that in a little bit. Um, but no, no, um, my missus has got one uh, and we had quite a few, so we're getting quite a few ordered on mail order as well. So, yeah, which is a good thing because the big risk with that was they they have like a minimum, like all providers have minimums of, and it's, it's finding the right minimum at the right price. Because yeah. obviously there's economies of scale with everything, but um, Hummel's minimum for, for women's fit shirts are 300. And That's the interesting great. thing about that, is that we were like the the home the home women's fit shirt was a no-brainer because the the women's team you know we ordered for them as well so that was included in that three hundred um, but then the women's team couldn't play in the away kit because the refs in the women's league do not change colour they play in black hundred percent of the time so they they would be clashing so I saw the away. Shirt, and I was like, "Do you know what? That is so beautiful." I'm, I'm mm. just doing it. So we went and got 300 women's fit in the in the away shirt as well, and that's that's probably outselling the home and the women's fit.
4: Because one of the things I liked about the launch, I, I've been quite not critical about the launch of the kit. I, I, I spoke to you personally about this matter as well. I think we should have done a little bit more, maybe a mm. little bit earlier, regards to the kit. But uh, we'll go on to that later when we do a little Q and A with regards that. But yeah. do we have many? Girls coming in and I, because I think it's quite good that we had the girls and the like Woodyard Hinks, uh, I forget her name, the captain as well was, I think it is in it. Oh, what's her name? What's, Billingham. Yeah, Billingham, that's it. I thought it was nice that we included them in the launch with the posters. Do we have girls coming in the shop and asking for Stowe seven or Hinks nine and stuff? And
1: no, not as yet. Um, because, uh, I mean, basically, with kids, you don't, <clears throat> it's more adults who have players names <laughs> on the back of their shirts the kids have their own names oh yeah um, that's
3: true that's fair yeah so you don't you
1: don't get so much of that but then you know if the women's game does grow like we were talking right like you two were talking about earlier and just to, just to go back on that just to echo the point that Danny was making I am fascinated to see what happens now because it's like if it takes off there's suddenly going to be a lot more money involved in it um, and then, you know, the pressure to get results is greater. And one of the things I loved about watching um, the, the women's Euros is the lack of diving.
0: There's, there's no
1: diving rolling around. And, and then, you, but then you start thinking that only really started coming in to the men's game when the money started getting huge. So I'd be fascinated to see, yeah, how it changes what happens.
0: Well,
4: I think winning when in the men's game, I think it was when more uh, an influx of foreign players came yeah. in to the Premiership, which led with which was led by money coming in as well. But it, it, it is faster. I, I have to say, I, I know big owners get a lot of stick, people like Mensur and Roman Abramovich, but they were one of the first people to invest into the women's teams in their own clubs. Yeah, you know what I mean, they they invested in the women's. Obviously, we know they've invested in the youth. Man City got what three stadiums now? Two stadiums that they can play in, so. Yeah, it's like that across the world now. And yeah, it, it, um, it is going to be fascinating to see how the women's team grow and how it grows. But as I said, it's mainly for me, it's how girls get into sport. And how, if they want to go play football, then let them play football. If we we move on, boys, from, from that and we speak about uh, a lot of people listen to my views on Saturday's game on our Sunday debrief we did. Uh, how do you two feel it went on Saturday? Is there any... Stand, we did three standout players that really impressed us. I think we know the main one, but your three standout players and how you thought we lined up and how we went on Saturday. Danny, I'll start with you.
3: Um, I'm trying to be very, very careful here because it's very easy, having not won a game since forever, <laughs> to win one game and all of a sudden think you're around Madrid and think everything's sorted out because I don't think it is. But it was wonderful to go to a game of football and be competitive and play and play well. And I think we lined up quite nicely. I thought, although he wouldn't be in my top three, I thought Pierce was just exact. I think it's annoying, but I think if he plays, if he played last year, we don't we don't go down. No. And he was very very simple. If it's in the air, I'm going to head it. If it's on the floor, I'm going to boot it. And if I get up, if I can make a pass, I can make a pass. Um, and I, I thought I thought he was I thought he was terrific. So I'm not. I'm not going mental about the whole thing because I do think that some some people's opinions on certain players I thought were really exaggerated because of the fact that we won. Who? I think Davison was very, very um, average. I think he was kind Ooh. of, yeah, I do. I think he was Ooh. finding his way. I, so it's not a problem. I'm not criticising him. I'm just saying that. For for anyone to say, I think he had an outstanding game. I think he worked okay. I think he worked all right. He had
4: a, he had a, a six or a seven out of so ten. I, 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 I just got I got to come in there. So I know we don't like to interrupt and oh. stuff, but I just got to come in there. Regards that point now. Uh, I I I think we got to let go of last year because a lot. I said the same on Sunday. I said yeah. if we had this player, this player, I don't think we'd gone down. Unfortunately, we didn't. We have gone down. Yeah. But I I think if we had Davison last year, we wouldn't have gone down. But I,
3: I don't I don't agree. I don't agree right. with that at all. But I, I mean, he was he was good. He was mobile. He would do his best. I thought if you're asking me for three outstanding players, I think the left back was very good. Jack um, Curry. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential, and it was great seeing him doing the jump on Shay Alexander. I could see it coming a mile off my <clears> back, <throat> and I was like, he's going to win this header here. Um, I thought he was really really good, and I was really really impressed. Um, I thought um, Chislett was busy, and I think he he, he has got. It's almost like I've always believed in sort of fate, and I think that the paths with the McCormick discussions that are going on is like the paths are in line with him. And if he, if he's ever going to make it, it's now. He's got the opportunity. He's, he's playing that hole. There isn't really anyone, many other guys who could play in that position. Um, so I think he's got a really good opportunity. And I thought the other one I thought was very, really good is um, is Magoma. I think he got the ball. I think he created some nice tempo. Um, But I think he had that opportunity because Pierce behind him was literally like, just make a mistake and I'll clear it. Um, Still worry a little bit about Zanev, any kind of pass back to him and his footwork was questionable. But you've
1: asked me for for three. Matt, what did you make of it? Um, I would echo what you said on um, Davison slash Davison. We there was a couple of times when I think his control was just a bit, it's, it's bouncing off him a bit and it was jiggling about under his feet. But I think, I think he just probably needs a goal. Oh yeah. Um, it's his first yeah. game. Yeah. Mate, I say, yeah, again, absolutely not criticising him. He looks like it's uh, just the sort of player Wimbledon love, a Wimbledon fans love. Um, hmm. He chases everything. Um, my three, um, definitely Curry. I mean, I, I, the first time I saw him, because I've been, <clears throat> we've been working quite a lot on the Saturdays, even during the friendlies, we've been doing work stuff in the shop, so haven't seen that much. And I saw him play against Oxford, and I was just like, my God, I've heard a bit about this kid, but he he really looked, he he didn't look out of place at all, um, which is quite something for his age. Um, Magoma, yeah, I'd go with that one as well, because there's a couple of times where you thought he's just going to go back, and he suddenly just went. He just suddenly went forwards, um, and, in, and he went in between two players, and he's suddenly off, you know, breaking. Um, I don't whether people get wise to that or not. I don't know, but it was it was certainly refreshing to see. Um, and I actually really enjoyed watching Sal on Saturday as well, but not just not not that he had a, an amazingly outstanding game, but he looked like he was enjoying himself a bit more, yeah. um, and. I think he's working very well with Magoma. It just looks like they're they're mates, um, and, I, and that's a, that's a, a takeaway from the whole game as well. You look at the photos. I always go through. So I, believe it or not, I'm looking at um, I'm looking for a potential calendar photos already. Well, um, get me so down for February. Lee will do March. Yeah, yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll so I, I'll go through the photos on a Monday, and they just looked like they looked like they'd been playing to, the enjoyment they had in the goals and stuff yeah, like that the they like they'd known each other for ages like the whole team Um and it was just it was That's pretty enjoyable really I mean yeah. I didn't think that play played well at all I, I just found... the first half he was poor and no whole... no I'm not saying well but, I just yeah. enjoyed watching him because he looked like
4: yeah no no wasn't
1: that droppy, he wasn't that stroppy kid you know at times last season he just looked like an interesting was, observation. it a bit more.
4: Yeah, because I was going to say, that blew my mind when you said, because I thought first half, I thought you had a really poor half. Like I said this, and I thought you could have been dragged after uh, a half-time. And I think Danny's underplaying uh, Curry's role as well. The kid was first ever, it's his first professional game of football uh, uh, at Plough Lane, and he scores a goal. It's like, and he do was taking think, people on.
3: Do we think sal is a forward? No, I'm, I I just the, the moment I thought Asael played at his best in the second half is when he got wide. I always find him much better wide, isolating a th- like one of the one of the wide backs or or, or a fullback. And I he, feel like in our formation, it's going to be really difficult for him to find that pocket. But he's much better wide than he is in the middle. The,
4: the thing for me on Saturday is Curry and Gunter put in more crosses. I think in the first 15, 20 minutes than we did pretty much all games last year. Uh, and we've got a six-foot-nine striker sitting on the bench who's going to win them headers. And Gunter, as I said, Gunter's not going to be one to beat a man, but he'll get it across it. Uh, And, yeah, I think I'd rather have Sal, if McCormick is gone, a Sal and Chislett fighting out for that kind of free roll behind the front two. And then have Huddling and Young Coombs coming in with Davison because Davison, I know I don't get what you two. Say. Maybe because I'm in the singing section, I'm in the loud section, and we're we're giving it all. We aren't not talking amongst ourselves in the South Stand. We are actually giving it. Oh, what you mean that
3: you're right in the very far corner, so therefore you've got the best view, as opposed to people who sit in a much more sort of premium place. Yeah.
4: Well, as the South Stand don't really do a lot, they just stand oh, there. You know,
3: what we do is we watch the game. And you're probably just and you're probably just chatting
4: amongst yourselves while we extent, are.
3: You guys just start shouting and throw in, we throwing... Are, we wizards. are pushing um, the
4: boys on to get a challenge in. We're probably start, not seeing... Starting that.
3: on the Gilligan fans, yeah, yeah. That's
4: well, right. we didn't start on the Gilligan fans. We celebrated and then that was quite funny. That was quite of well, No, that's it.
3: You know, it's not a criticism. You can't... You. He can, it just didn't have a 10 out of 10 game. He worked hard. He ran about. He's finding his way. There's no criticism on it. I'd start in the next game 100%. He just didn't Would wow you? me, whereas Magoma, I thought, crikey, this lad. question.
4: A question we had on, on Sunday as well is would we start the same team again on Saturday against Hartlepool? But we'll come on to that when we do the Hartlepool preview right. at near the end because I don't, I, I'm not 100% on the as have, a striker.
3: Again, I'll speak to Matt first because obviously Lee was too busy shouting. Matt, any yeah. kind of things... I know it's the first game and we're not going to be too negative. Anything that you saw, you saw and you thought, OK, this will be something... I mean, I, I flagged it myself. Zanev's kicking is a worry. As soon as it goes back to him... I think he can kick. He's a confidence keeper, and the moment Pierce passed back to him a couple of times, I thought, Crikey! Anything that you feel that there might be things to keep an eye on as we go go through the first sort of month of the season?
1: I don't think so. I mean, um, I, I'm, I'm, so I go to football a lot, um, and and in my defence regarding out, I didn't actually get into the game until thirty five minutes gone on Saturday because. <laughs> I like was we saying, no, 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 you were no, no, an opinion, mate. That an shot was carnage. Um, so we, yeah, we we didn't get out of there till very late. Um, n- not a massive amount to worry about, I don't think. I'm not a football analyst. I love yep. watching football, but when um, when people talk about uh, patterns of play and stuff like that, I'm, I'm I'm a bit crap. I don't I don't really see it. Um, so. Uh, no, not, I, I. just enjoyed the whole thing. The, the thing that I enjoyed the most was the last probably the last five minutes, and yeah, it was like, oh my "God, we're managing a game out here. Yeah. This is incredible." And I don't know if you saw it, but Gunter, we had a free kick. So I'm in the I'm in the West Stand, and we had a free. He had a free kick right on the touchline. and everyone's lining up in the box, defenders and attackers, and everyone thinks he's going to swing it in, and he just passed backwards. And there were a couple of groans in the West Ham. He like, held his hand up to yeah. apologise. And then someone had obviously said, no, 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 actually, that's brilliant. And then he gave a thumbs up. So, and and I was, I was that's 30, 45 seconds gone. Um, whereas I'm not sure last year, we just looked a bit more assured um, in that final five minutes. Whereas I think certainly at the end of... Um, I, I sit behind Jane Lonsdale and ja- James is going... I can't believe, you know, you can't throw this away. You can't throw this like game. It's still (laughs) 2-0. And I think you get that mindset where you're you're convinced it's all going to go wrong. I I said to a couple of mates at 7 o'clock at night, I'm thinking, oh, shit, we're still going to lose this. We're still going to draw this. Mm It's like the game finished two hours earlier.
3: The atmosphere, I thought, was stunning, considering Uh, some of the challenges we've had over the summer and the challenge with the team last year. I thought the way... It's just typical It's The reason why we love the club, the fact that Saturday it was rocking. My brother was there with his his little boy. If they were over here, my brother was like, I'd have got a scene ticket the next day and the little boy would have done. Just the energy in that place was... It was it was just a pleasure to
4: be there on Saturday, Danny. I've said this before, and I say it again: we 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 do criticize the club when I think it's it's fair, but we'll give the props to the club that the I think it's Plough Lane. Plough Lane has been done absolutely spot on. The fact that you can go from South Stand to if we and you wanted to meet before the game or after the game or during the game, we can. And the the fact that you have got massive area, they've done that really well. Now they've put seating outside. The, the The bar looks really good. By the horns have done a great job with that area there. Do you know what I mean so? It does entice people to go. It does entice people to stay. And the one thing that was missing was the actual football on the pitch, which I think are going to get the fans going is because we played so well. The only I'll go back to your question. Uh, my only thing might frustrate me longer term, but it was I think we answered this on Sunday at the debrief was the subs. It made the subs really, really late in the game. I'm guessing that's my feelings was that. It, our players should be fit enough now. We've got a lot of games coming up that he thought, right, I'll just play these for 90 minutes. We'll see the game out, see how they can cope with 90 minutes of football. I've got these boys to come on against Hartlepool, Gillingham in a week's time. Gun, Matt, you want to say something quickly?
1: It was just on what we you were saying about the experience of Foul Lane. And, um, so I sit in the office and I sit opposite Mandy and Luke in ticketing. Um, and they were just like we were just drawing and losing every week and it was just depressing and all they were getting were emails saying how can i get a season ticket for next season it was insane so we knew i knew that we were gonna smash it when it came to season tickets this year um and you yes yeah, you're right it's just it's a great experience and it just it wasn't matched by like the product to be like on a pitch um but no it's a it's a great place Think your Saturdays,
4: Matt. We mentioned on even if you don't go to the ground, so you're not one of these people that want to go to the ground, you want to round the local. I went to a pub on Hayden's Road called the Garden Shed, massive garden area. Other, there was other families are available, the, the, there was families in there, there was good food, there was a massive garden. But I'm, that's what I'm saying, Danny. You've got so many, you've got tooting, you've got yeah, else but, yeah, but
3: why are you not going to? Why, i'm why saying if, the phoenix if, why are you spending your money outside of the club
4: wall? I, I got there about 11 30 in the morning mate well, i spent about straight into the
3: phoenix mate. Well, there's
4: reasons i can't mention them reasons the reasons well but it, we went we went to as i said the, yeah. The, yeah pretty much but the areas round the ground as well you could go into Wimbledon, and go to the alex and you can support local businesses that's what everyone was saying before plow lane don't let plow lane happen you know the, we had these people that said yeah. don't let plow lane happen it'll flood we're gonna have football fans pissing in our gardens and all this Actually, I think the local community realising, the people that own the businesses are going, shit, there's a lot of people coming down here with a very good amount of money. Do you know what I mean? Women is an affluent area with people that have got a little bit more money, yeah? They don't the mind the
3: By and large, are relatively well-educated. I mean, obviously, Lee, you're an exception. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. In general, we've got, we're relatively, i just like to think that we're relatively decent football people. We're not the kind of guys who are going to behave in that way. Yeah, We're respectful, we're, we're happy to chat, and, and we're a community club which is what we're trying to do and yes you've got you've got the yobbos in the corner i mean you can't control that but what you can do is <laughs> the rest of the, the rest of the ground can be supportive and 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 in, embody that real community spirit excluding of course that corner i don't know who it's in that corner the, the yobbos <laughs> that, make, that make
4: all the noise and we yeah, still don't get yeah, we still don't bring, get cl- we still don't get clapped by the players
3: those who bring the tone down yeah well, well that's the, oh, Lee. I, I can't get any more evidence for you you're not getting clapped
4: it frustrates, else frustrates the life out of me. We're the only ones singing. We're the ones giving it. Gillian and were trying to get it to us. We're still singing. and
3: All I can say, Liz, that the evidence is the players, the management and everyone else has voted
1: in their droves <laughs> not to clap you. Right. I had, yeah, some, I had someone come in the shop the other day um, and they were asking about uh, where they should get a season ticket. Um, and I said, have you got kids with you? And he was, yeah. And I was just like, basically anywhere apart from that corner. This is 119,
4: that's the section, it's 119 PLC, Plowland Casuals up the PLC <laughs> when we come back we'll be speaking to Matt regarding the club shop and everything regarding merchandise The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans, for the fans So We're back, and we're going to be uh, discussing the club shop with Matt. How it's all going? The stresses that he uh, is under. Which I don't think he's under that much stress. To be fair, I think it's Jesus uh, Christ. I, I think it's Anthony Circuit that does most of the work down there. <laughs> worked, yeah. If anyone's seen Circuit, he's the one running around, and he's the one doing all the hard work. While Matt just makes it look good. Really, I think so.
3: So Matt, go on. Your your, your average day. What talk us through your day today in terms of it's beginning of the season. Obviously busy. Talk us through it.
1: Right. So today. Um, was up at half past five um, leave the house work. leave I'm the house at good. quarter past six get into work just between between seven and half seven that's not just because i got a lot to do I just have a problem with um, traffic I get, <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get a bit wound up I don't know how you do your job Lee Jesus I, uh, there's a lot of um, I did a driving course the other day the, the, the speed awareness course Oh, they call them inconsiderate okay. drivers. And I'm oh, like, yeah, there's a lot of them around. So um, so I like to get a nice, clean run into work. And, and it's also good to get in there when it's quiet. Um, so this morning was, <laughs> this morning <laughs> was typing a very, very stern email to Hummel um, because things are not, going as I thought they would just at this moment in time okay. um, so just to lay a few ground rules down um, explain to them why I'm getting irritated at the things I'm getting irritated at um, uh, and then crack on with tidying up the shop because that still hasn't been properly tidied since Saturday restocking um, letting Alfie in who's helping me out while Mr Circuit is on his honeymoon um, selfish. and then trying to crack on with the mail order. We've still got about 300 outstanding orders. Um, We had a delivery from Hummel um, of training kit that wasn't delivered in the initial batch. So it's like the the, the remnants of the initial order coming in. Um, I had another load of orders coming in of casual wear. So it's getting them all sorted, um, sending it off to the photographers so we can get them on the online shop. I tried to get through some. I haven't been on my emails for about two or three weeks, so trying to get, trying to actually look at some emails today, um, because I also look after um, the tours. So I'm responsible for loading. Okay. So I'm just responsible for loading them all on the system, and then, you know, because it's all sold through Shopify now, it's all sold through the online shop. So I've taken that on. I have just agreed, yes, well not agreed, i put myself forward to do the program subscription to to manage that because nothing seemed to be happening with it. So I just said, look, I'll do this because I've got a plan in my head of how I would do it. And it's pretty logical. Um, So it was drafting uh, drafting a website article to go out about that, um, setting up a program subscription email address, getting that done with IT it's just like, there's, there's so many different things going yeah. on. I also look after the kit order. So I'm the relationship kind of manager with Hummel for the, for the entire club, Women Academy Foundation. Oh, wow. So that, I, I took that over this year from Paul Moran um, and he was wetting himself laughing a few weeks ago when he was like, I have never, I have never with, with any other, since I've been doing this, had the experience of the kits being delayed like they are. Yeah. So it's. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. It's not. Hum, it's not just Hummel. It's no, no. I mean, there's a lot. Quite a few, isn't it? It's fifty percent. Fifty percent haven't got their all their kits to play in at the beginning of the season. So, um, but what's the reason, Matt? Go on, elaborate for those who don't know. What is the problem? It's, well, a lot of it's made in China, and China have got very strict out strict lockdown policies. So the, the, they're getting locked down all over the place, which then delays things. Um Freight is just an absolute nightmare at the moment. You know that that I was speaking to the driver who dropped off the Hummel stuff this morning and he was saying like, do um, you know that, what was it, the Evergreen that got stuck in the Suez Canal? Yeah, yeah. He was saying, when that docks, and I'm like, what, that hasn't docked yet. He said, when that docks, Felixstowe is full. And then you're gonna have all these other deliveries coming in after yeah. it. And they're just, so everything is just held up. It's all just like, it's all a bit of a oh, mess oh. at the moment. You got containers going missing and stuff. You know, we heard that about uh, it was it Stockport, wasn't it, with Puma? That's it, Stockport. Um, so yeah, it's it's just been a little bit of a shit show. All and is, it all,
3: the- is it always this busy, Matt,
1: or is it is it just this year in particular has been this a little year bit is, is insane because like the most we'll ever change is you'll do a home, a new home and away kit and a two new goalkeeper kits to have six. You know, because we've got home away third three goalkeepers kits coming in um and you've got all this these, these problems on top of it as well it's been a, certainly been a baptism of fire I tell you it's it's I mean I, I won't lie the job there's times doing this when I'm just like what am I doing because you we all know that AFC Women are not the greatest players in the world you know no, that's why yeah, we don't no. get the best players yeah. so I'm I'm I'm, I'm Believe me, I'm not earning fortunes, and it gets to the point where you're thinking, I, I, I don't know why I'm doing this, and it's because I'm a fan. But then yeah. there's other times, you know, you, you'll get over the hump, and then you're like, actually, this is brilliant. And then there's days like Saturday, when at the end of Saturday, I was like, my god, this is the best job in the world. So, you know, it's, it's peaks and troughs, really. You go, you go up and down, but um, uh, yeah, and I, I basically stayed there till um, about 10 to 7 tonight just trying to get through mail order. Um, and then, yeah, come home, jumped in the shower and here I am. I was just back
4: is that one of your biggest frustrations then with how fans maybe look at the club shop? Now we're obviously league, a football league club because I think a lot of people forget that we started with an ambulance at Dulwich yeah. Hamlet or wherever it was where we first started. Then we, when we went to Kings Meadow, we kind of built our own club shop which was tiny, and now we've got a proper club shop. I think people don't realise where we've travelled from in in such a small space. Is that your f- frustration? Is that one of the biggest challenges think, you've had?
1: I so I've be quite personal here. I, I recently got diagnosed with um, a personality disorder, which and and with, with quite extreme um, autistic tendencies. Okay. So it actually makes me pretty good at the job because yeah, it's um, quite organising. Yeah, so I, I have to have everything organised just as I like it. But then, you know, like the stock rooms after Saturday made me want to vomit when I walked in there because <laughs> it was so disorganised. Um, and, and then working with, with Circuit doesn't help because he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's it's the, the messiest person I've ever, yeah, ever. Um But we, we complement each other, to be honest. Like, we work very, very well together. Um, and so the last... It was, it was the COVID stuff when the stadium was being built. Um, I like to have everything laid out, I have like, I'm going to sound like a weirdo here, but so each, if I've got um, three boxes of t-shirts, the same t-shirts, I will have them, if there's two, if there's two sizes of t-shirts in one box, it has to be the largest size at the bottom, and then a separator, and then the next size up, so so when you're being quick, you can just go in there and I go, right, I know I have to go down three levels to get to this size and I just whip it out and there you go. Um, and then the next lot of sizes, the size down on top of that box and then the, the kid sizes will be the third box up or whatever. So, I, I, and I like, and that's how I've always had it. Um, and then we suddenly went to a place where, right, Kings Meadows closed, you're putting everything in a lockup. And th- that was very difficult to deal with mentally. Um, and then it was moving it all from a lockup to the shop in Centre Court, and then it went from Centre Court to another lockup at the ground, and then we we moved it into the stockroom, and it was just, that moving around, I absolutely lost my shit one day. (laughs) I was in in tears um, with Joe Palmer, and I said, look, Joe, I am autistic. I'm a high functioning autistic, but I have I have very, you know, I have autistic tendencies. And 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 he said, Yeah, that's why you're so good at your job. And he was so good with me. Like I, I know people have different views of, of Joe, but he was he was fantastic with me. Um, and so I, I got a lot of support from him, but it was that was that was some of the toughest times I've been through there because everything was disorganized. It was all over the place. It's like it's like you've moved into a new house and yeah. everything's in boxes everywhere, disorganized. And I've, I just found it very, very difficult. So now we're here. Believe it or not, I'm struggling for space. I'm not going to lie. In that huge shop, I'm struggling for space because uh, we've we've now got six six rows of shelving across the back wall, which is at that that wall where the museum is. Um, so you're gonna have a home kit, away kit, third kit, three lots of goalkeepers kits. So there's all your shelving gone. So now all your training t-shirts, your quarter zips, your rain jackets, your tracksuit tops, um, that all has to go on those gondolas, all on hangers. So then you're like, I'm down to two gondolas for everything else, which, and I love doing the leisure wear, you know, the polos, the sweatshirts, stuff like that. And I'll, I'll be frank with you, that's where we get a better margin as well. Yeah, I bet, yeah, yeah. So you, um, yeah, your stuff, your training kit from Hummel and Puma and stuff like that. You don't, we, you know, we, we don't make a great deal of money on that. Um, it's the, it's the leisure wear and the other little bits and bobs where you make your money. So,
3: so like your thin <laughs> polo shirt or your
1: Baker hoodie, which Absolutely. I know is going to
3: come out for Christmas. Um, that's yes. where the money's going to be made
1: absolutely man. and, they're, and they're, they're obviously premium products as well well exactly. so even more of a margin there
4: <laughs> Man, I've got I've got two questions you. one is oh, is okay the next one I don't know what, what you'll say regarding it but the first one is is I've been I recently went to Germany I went to the Bruce Dortmund ground went on the tour there also went to a team called MSV Duisburg, who play in pretty much league two equivalent both went to club shops who has to say on what we sell in a club shop? Yeah, because Borussia Dortmund literally. But to be fair, but they sell everything with Dortmund on it. They had they had a barbecue with Dortmund yellow yeah. black. Uh, you could buy a spatula with Bruce Dortmund on it. Yeah. What, what what is it? You that goes right. We want to buy a thousand AFC Women and ducks. We want actually want to start selling gnomes. Who has that say regarding that? And also the one yeah. thing that really really annoys me and frustrates. <laughs> who Calls the polo shirts after players. Right. Because okay. we're we're sitting in a club shop with I am guessing it's still available, the Lawrence Polo shirt. He yeah. now plays for a team that we won't mention. And it just seems mad to me that we could have a Presley hoodie and a geezer was awful and played like 10. We we might even have a Cosgrove pair of pants. We've
1: got a pin paint okay I've okay. okay. passed no, <laughs> them. So first one, it's me. Second one, it's me. Ah, oh, okay so um the second one you it might amuse you how it started um so yeah with choosing products that's me at the moment i've got no time for that at all um if people what do you, what do you, what do you pick it on that sorry do you, do
3: you pick it on your own sort of personal taste is it a case of i'll tell you what load of people have been asking for
1: ties I'm gonna, how do you keep even thinking yeah it, of, is, it is a case of loads of people have been asking for this loads of people ask for there's like, People will say, "Why don't you do this?" And it's like, "Believe me, I have looked."
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so, for example, bedding. Oh, now, okay. bedding. Yeah, yeah, The duvet covers, things like. I'd love to do them.
0: Oh, I'd love but them.
1: Yeah. We have got like your minimum order for bedding is something like five hundred. Now they are they are big chunky packs. Where are we putting them? Um, and plus, do you want do you want to be shelling out? for 500 duvet covers that you're probably going to sell over three or four years yeah Yeah. so when when we started so obviously we had the crest change and that was that was pretty tough because it's like right i've got to actually replace everything in the whole shop so we it, it gave us a chance to go and find some new suppliers as well which we did um but it was yeah it was it was it was tough because some of the some of the minimums they were asking for were just ridiculous. And Joe again really really helped me out there because I was. It may sound so obvious, and I, I'll kick myself now for how I used to do things. But I used to look at the price we were getting them for, and I go, "Oh God, look!" If we, so you know, three hundred is this, but if we buy five hundred, we get it at this price. We make a better profit. And he just went, "Matt, there. If you don't sell five hundred of them, yeah. there's no, there is no margin." Yeah, yeah, yeah. so what you need to do and, and the biggest thing joe ever taught me doing this job was do not believe their minimums don't believe it go back and say you know you're quoting you're saying your minimum here is 300 key rings tell them you want 100 and ask them for a price and it's like okay so your your, your price for 300 key rings is two pound 20 and i'm like oh, okay i want 100 and i go okay well two pound 30 and I'm like, what, Cheers. there's only 10p difference. And that was that was an absolute turning point for me. So I was like, right. And I was onto all the suppliers going, right, I'm not buying that much, I'm not buying that much. And it, and, and it was absolutely key at that point because the pandemic was hitting, um, no one had any money. Um, Joe had actually said to me when lockdown started, you do not have to work in that shop. You can, You can close the shop. And I said, no. I like routine because of the like the way my brain works. I really need routine. So I stayed there um, and I said, you know, I'll, I'll come in and I'll do mail order. And actually that was the only money that the club was bringing in for about a three or four month period. And we took in 50 grand. So it was actually quite important that we did that. I'm not saying that's why I did it. I just sitting around doing nothing at home doesn't know, does nothing for my mental health. So um, it was quite important for me. Go on Danny.
3: No, no, I was I, literally, I was just asking about the, the pandemic, that must have been a really interesting one on the fact that you had a period of time where people were a little bit unsure of their finances, were desperately trying to support their club. Yeah. Were matches were taking place behind closed doors, etc. Um, how how challenging was it for you to to a keep the keep the club run to keep the shop running and B trying to do something where ultimately you're trying to get the club as much money as possible? That must have been quite a, a delicate balance whilst also Maintaining your safety during a public crisis—that must be quite. Yeah. True. So
1: I mean, I it, it was it was very very busy. I kept myself busy because the it actually was it was quite nice in that we were changing the crest. So we had knocked down the price of everything, like quite substantially, almost the cost price um, with the old crest on. It was like let's just get rid of this because we're not going to be able to do anything with this. So there was like this huge online only sale going on and that kept me very very busy i have to here give a shout out to one of your competitors um but george jones no there's no competitors here yeah. we're all mates that's fantastic Yeah. yes so he, he, george was an absolute lifesaver with that um he was fantastic the help he gave me and esther beaumont as well um came and helped me in the the, the shop in center court and they were superb like i couldn't have done it without them um so yeah, we, 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 we had this big sale with everything um, going down in price. While in the background, I was trying to source all this new stuff as well. Um, but no, people, the fans never cease to amaze me. I mean, I am one for a bargain, I'm, I won't lie. I, I, if I ch- I'll choose what I want in a shop and then I'm going to go online and I'm going to get it for the lowest price possible. Um, and so I think Wimbledon fans in general they love a bargain and, and they will absolutely f- pile into something. If you just take 10, 20% off the price, they'll pile into it.
3: Right. The big question, Matt. Go on. This, this is the bugbear of my life. If a player is wearing a shirt and little Jimmy goes, can I have your shirt? And he gives takes a shirt off and gives it to the player. Does Matt Haylock knock on the bloke's door and say, uh, I want 50 quid, please. you got to replace your shirt. How does that work? Do the players get... Absolutely, I, absolutely, I don't. Okay. Robin, how does Robin, it work does. in general? Robin does.
1: Oh, <laughs> think,
3: so, so each player, when they, when you got... Obviously, you're the retail manager. You give the, the squad. Do you, is it like there's four match shirts for each player and that's your lot? Or is it
1: a case... How does it work? No. So the way that... I, I need to come back before we do this. So hold that. Hold that thought. Um, I need to explain to Lee why the polos are named. Okay. Okay. Really, like that. Really what, me. what would you, what would you call them,
4: Lee? Just different. I wouldn't call it, I don't know, Like old school, like Robbie L or saying not.
3: Or a Krasinski. I
4: wouldn't call them. Like we had, as I said, I think we've got a Lawrence polo. And he's now Chisley playing one. for someone yeah. else. We're, we've got a Presley polo. And he was, I just, I don't get why we're naming them after loans. Do you maybe. think,
1: do you think someone would go, I love that. Oh my God. It's a present. I'm, I'm not buying that now. I don't think it's going to affect it. I, know I, I I. totally get where you're coming from, but I'll tell you how it started. So obviously I came back from, um, I was a volunteer in the shop, went over to South Africa, came back, um, and there was, a, there was this full-time role going. So they kind of took a chance on me because um, I didn't have that much experience, but they knew I was going to put everything into it. Um, and I was like, oh, and I hadn't been obviously around the shop, for two and a half years and I come back and I don't know if you can remember there was a polo called the Cox and there was a uh, a polo called the Butler and I was like oh cool they're naming them after players now and then I found out that that was literally what the manufacturer called them (laughs) (laughs) I I was carrying on what I thought the team had done when I got back and it was absolute bullshit it was it was it totally was a fluke so yeah uh, I I take it on board um it's literally just a way for us to differentiate you know because otherwise you're going to be saying blue blue polo with white collars mark five um yeah, so no, it's, no. It's, it's, it's difficult and, and even with t-shirts now it's like oh, God, what are we call in this one and 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 so what what we do is we try and do short runs we try and do short runs of we don't want to we don't, wanna, we don't wanna have something on sale for a year two years that's that's no good for us we need the money in the till um, because we need we need good cash flow um, and, and that like I said that, that's something that Joe made very clear to me during the pandemic do not be ordering 600 or something and selling it over five years we don't we, what we want to do is order 50 of it sell it sell it through in six months change it um, and so that's that's something that we did during the pandemic and we've actually kept that going. Um, and, it, and I think it works quite well.
4: You find it because hard. Like I think one of the big things I, I know my mates wanted and, and, I, and I'd love more of is say like beach towels. Yeah. Obviously, that's a summer product, and you don't want it sitting there in winter when you can't sell beach towels. Oh, they do.
1: Boy buying uh, the sun cream. Do
4: you know what I mean, December. So, like, I,
1: I, I just think we so, couldn't again, get enough we, of. Them. Yeah, yeah we do so, have a we do have a supplier. He's um, a bit of a kind of a used car salesman kind of character. Um, and it's it's not going to be the stuff you get in with a, a beautiful head of card, um, and it's not going to have a barcode on it, so we'll have to do that all that ourselves. but he does low quantities. Um, when I say used car salesman, we ordered more beach towels um three months ago, and every week he's like, "Oh no, 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 next week, mate, next week, mate, next week mate. <laughs> so so what we got now, because' I'm, I'm so want them in because we've got a stadium one now. So we got one with a picture, like a print of the stadium on it, um, from the corner flag, you know, so you can see the whole um, West Stand and stuff. So, um, yeah, so we we do, but I'll I'll always listen to suggestions, but then it's about whether I can find it at a decent number and a decent price.
4: Mm. Okay, Um, and I'm not
1: I'm not precious. If people want to email into the shop, um, then I will always be very honest with people. Sorry, Sorry,
4: I can't, I can't. Go on. one of the things I used to love when I was a youngster, like 12 13 I used to love the old pictures that you could buy of the players yeah so they were like about that I'm saying I'm, I'm showing you it ain't gonna work on radio but uh yeah <laughs> do you five, know what I mean like five. a little postcard yeah, picture eight, of the five. players and you used to go and then you asked the player to autograph it so you get home I used to have them on my wall and everything and I just think there's more stuff like that we need to be doing I, I, I don't know if you can get them and another frustration of me they did them last
1: year mate
4: did they? Yeah. Oh, right. Brilliant What stuff. about the
3: old kit? So, <laughs> Lee, you talk about a lot. About replica. replica kit from the 88 and that sort of stuff. Is that, I mean, that must be a bit more labour intensive, but I remember we did there's it, one, didn't we? we? did it, and it was There's really one fun.
1: due to drop any minute.
3: Uh, there is.
4: I have heard rumours, but yeah, I did. Got
3: to have Kimball on the back, or we're not I'm not getting it. Yeah,
4: and another thing that frustrates me, and this is probably not this ain't you, Matt, and this ain't anything to do with the club shop. It's probably Hummel. It's like the new uh, match day jackets, the walkout jackets. Yeah, I think they're absolutely beautiful from the front. And again, yeah, this is just my personal. Here. Why do we have to plant Wimbledon on the back of them? Because I think we'd sell more. I don't think it would matter with regards to numbers. But we might sell more of them without it than we will with it. Do you got I me? Mean? I, it's so like the, 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 dark, one. With the, numbers.
1: the no, dark one. The no. dark it's, one. The dark one is that lovely,
4: is, but it's got it's, Wimbledon written on it. it. It just doesn't need to be there, in my opinion.
1: It's a personal choice thing. Um, not that I, you know. So the walkout jackets came about when um, when we played West Ham in yep. uh, the cup, um, and everyone was suddenly emailing the club, or you know, asking me. How can we get, why aren't we selling them? And I'm like, yeah. selling what? Because I always used to miss kickoff. So I never saw, or I'd get in just as the game is kicking off. So I never even saw them. And what they'd done is the first team had asked for them. And this is back at Kingsland, obviously. Um, and everyone, you know, no one mentioned about the Wimbledon on the back. In fact, that was a positive back then. You know, people like, I love the fact it's got a Wimbledon on the back. And it's not AFC Wimbledon. It's just Wimbledon. Um and so the following year, we were like, OK, we're going to, I will take on, like, buying them for the team and we can sell them in the shop as well. Um, and then it's just carried on since then. So I, I've, I've only heard you <laughs> and um, another one other person who will remain nameless, um, Brett Nell, who... who absolutely hates the Wimbledon on the back, but, you know. So I know, I know
4: there's a few more because me and my mates talk about okay. it. We, and we, we love the stuff. Like, as I said, I've literally been buying merchandise my whole life. So I've got an old, one of, you know, the old rugs that we used to sell in the Wimbledon yeah. days with Wimbledon FC. I used to buy, I'd literally buy everything from the club shop if I could, but yeah, like I just want AFC Wimbledon Ducks. That's pretty much all I want, really. So
1: and we've got the, obviously we did the Ducks last year. Not the wooden were, Ducks.
4: The wooden, yeah. No, not wooden ducks. I mean, plastic okay. bath ducks. Ah, oh, okay. Blue and yellow AFC right. wooden I'll ducks.
1: I'll have a look. I'll have a look. But That's what I mean, want. That, that, huh? that ain't happening it's for a collected. while. Like, do we do a clock? No. So, oh, see. Would you buy a clock? Is that not a bit tacky? I know, I'd
4: buy an AFC wooden clock. I'd literally, I'd have the bedspread. I'd have the curtains. Like my One missus three. would...
3: Lee, I reckon there's a Lee, survey coming up here, a Twitter survey on our WHAD, which of the following would you buy it? And just put a massive list, and then whatever's... I, I thought, I thought have a bit. be, I
1: thought the survey was going to be, what, what is Lee Finch's mental age? <laughs> right, Matt, more importantly,
3: is a sale paying for his shirts when he gives them away? He was at the last... I mean, it's
1: hilarious, because Rocket used to properly lose his shit over that. Like, yeah,
3: because that's lot, much
1: more work for him, isn't it? It's, well, he... So, the way it works is... I will send out an order form to all the different departments and now I've been very, very lenient on them this year because um, when I first joined the club the, sh- the the club shop was treated like a warehouse every department was just piling in there not even telling because it was all run by volunteers and I was so I started full time and I was like this is not happening anymore because yeah, what happens is you put, they put the everyone all the different departments put their orders in and then they're like oh, I need to swap all these and I'm like Okay, so at the end of all these swaps of all these different departments, I'm now left with 507 smalls, one large, two XLs in a a popular shirt or whatever, and a shitload of paperwork. And you've all got exactly what you need. Well, that's not happening anymore. So you need to order. You can overorder if you want, but make sure you get what you want because you're not doing any swaps. Or you have to reorder it. um, You have to reorder it yourself and it will be in, you know, like two or three months. Um, so this year, because the deal, you know, it's been well advertised that the deal was signed late. Um, I literally, instead of like giving them, uh, I think Paul used to give them like over a month to get their orders together. I give them six days. But all the players? No, not the, so the, all the different departments. The departments. So foundation, you need to tell me oh, exactly right. the size split of what you need. Um, and so because that was, and we, and it was Hummel, so we didn't really know what the sizing was going to be like. Um, until it came in I, I've been very very lenient with all this the swappings but we have been absolutely pummeled in the shop you've been pummeled so, you've been pummeled. pummel exactly yeah so we, we're we're very low on some sizes it's 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 a, like a five week lead time five or six week lead time with so, so how many how many shirts
3: Matt will a Sal have that are his to use or is it infinity
1: I think it's it's one or two wow and after
3: yeah. that, he has to buy him basically.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so Rocket Rocket got to the point where he was like, right, this is coming out of their wages now. Because he was telling them beforehand, you can't do this. Um, and they were going ahead and doing it. And he went, I don't you know. You, if you just had a last-minute victory and you scored the winner, you're yeah, going to yeah. go crazy, aren't you? Yeah. And you're, you're going to lose your head and start giving everything away. So, um, but yeah, Robin really was quite unhappy with See, that.
4: Because have you seen Ajax have now banned the people taking in signs saying, yes. uh, can I have your shirt? Which I think um, is a banning order offence anyway. I think if if, yeah. if you're a kid, you're eight years old and you're taking a car, the mum and dad should be banned from football for life.
1: I think it's a criminal offence. see that picture, didn't I? I sneakily took a picture of someone in the shop who, who had the cardboard sign and I sent it to yes. you. On, you on should have thrown him
4: out of the shop. As I said, it's that's a criminal offence from my said <laughs> that's, that's a year banning order, that is. Uh, so where do you think the club shop's going to go, Matt, in the future? Do, do My thing is, we've got so much room now. Is it worth having to take some pressure off yourself? So I know it's staff needed. Maybe mm. having a little kiosk in the home section where the bars are to yeah. sell, sell say, programmes from, scarves, you know, yeah. the little items. So I know... That those, that, kind of that was
1: on the, that's been on the card since day one. But, like, it's, it's Wimbledon. Nothing moves that quickly. Um, <laughs> so... You know, I don't know if you've seen, but they're, they're sorting out new programme stands at the moment. They're literally building them from pallets mm. and pieces of are because they just got blown all over the place last year. Um, so they're, they're making different ones then. But that is, that is something that will happen at some point. Um, I just have to, just in case I don't remember to say, um, there's a couple of points I did want to make, and that is that we are now open throughout the game. So we'll, we'll close. So it's like, it's not, we're open every Saturday as well, home or away. Um, so we've got this guy, Alfie, who we, we got on a, we got on a free transfer from Millwall. Um, he is, he's a student. He is, he's an awesome guy. Um, Was he the young guy that was working on Saturday? That's right. Yeah. He's He's he's, really good. He's absolutely spot on. And he, he, you know, he, I made him have yesterday off because he'd worked six days in a row without questioning it at all. I mean, he gets a decent hourly rate, but um, he, he doesn't, you know, I, I'm, I'm terrible in that. I, 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 I take lunch to work and I don't eat it because I just I, I suddenly look at the time. It's like four in the afternoon. Um, but he'll just do the same thing. And so he'll, like, he'll have a sandwich on the go. But he's not sitting there going, right. I need to take the lunch right now. Um, so he just we just pummeled his way through it as well. He's he's different class. He really is. He just has a bit of an issue in uh, putting decals on shirts. We had a couple of issues over the weekend where he put them so they were literally like on this on the top of the shoulders. So he was too perfect. So when I found that out, I was like, oh thank God he's human. Um, <laughs> so he's he is, he's fantastic. So he's working. Um, Alfie works throughout a Saturday, the shop will be closed from three to quarter past three, give them a chance to restock a bit. And then the back doors will open. Um, it's not a euphemism. And uh, <laughs> people can come in and buy scarves. It, it will be more popular in the winter, I guarantee you, because people will be like, I need a hat, I need gloves, I need a scarf. Um, and the other thing I need to, to do is name our volunteers, because my God, um, we have got without question the best i don't want to upset anyone here but in my opinion the best volunteers in the club if i tell you on saturday they were that they were literally weren't looking up from their tills for three hours it was like you you were in there it's like a sauna in there on saturday it was horrendous um that they don't they're, they're so into it that I let one through the back door. Obviously, he's got a season ticket, but I let him through the back door so he could quickly get up to his seat because it's like one minute to three. And he couldn't get the smile off his face because we'd been that busy. And he was like, that was incredible. That was, I love that so much. I'm like, you, you're a volunteer. Like, you've got no, they've got no stake in it, but they are so into it. It's almost like they're employed and, and, and they're being judged on it and they're going to get a bonus or something. Was it, was it got, a big payday? Was it a big
3: payday for Saturday. That must you must have taken
1: a lot. Oh, I know the gro- Yeah, I think our, our previous so our previous record takings on a on a match day and including online, yeah, um, was twenty five grand, and that was a game. So at, at Kings Meadow, it was yeah. ten thousand pounds. That nil nil draw against Coventry when Wagstaff should have got a penalty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was a ten grand day, um, Bolton. Last year, we were like, my God, what have we created here? Because it was 25 grand. Yeah. On Saturday, we took 40 grand. Sheesh.
4: Do, do you so, think that's because of the launch of the new kits?
1: Yes, and absolutely. So I'm not sitting here saying, oh, God, look at me. I took 40 grand. If those kits were shit, I wouldn't I wouldn't have taken five grand. Which one's better? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I'm sitting here. It's so weird because I see it from such a different angle. Like, oh shit, have I bought enough? Have I bought too much? Um, I know when the reaction came out to the red kit. Oh, fuck! I haven't bought enough. So, because um, with the red kit, I was like, well, we had. It's the same colours as the last one. Um, it's only lasting one year. I'm not going to go overboard it because I still have this thing where you know I said that Joe used to tell me like. It, it, don't worry about their minimums. Tell them how many you want to buy. I used to go on. like I, 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 I'm i like once bitten 18 times shy. I'm getting a bit rubbish out of now. I need to just I need to chill out a bit about it. But um, I got really badly stung by buying um, 360 holdalls, 360 boot bags, 300. Because this was they were saying that it was a company, um, Forever Collectibles, who do a lot with American football and stuff. And they saw that, I mean, that office had big windows because they saw me coming from a mile off. They knew (laughs) I was fresh into the job um, and they, and I've never done any business with them since um, because I I think they absolutely took me for a mug um, and I've never forgiven them for it. So, and I'm with, the thing is when you make a mistake like that, it's not like, Oh shit, I made a mistake. Four years later, you're like, oh yeah, there's that fucking mistake I made four years ago because I've still got boxes of them upstairs. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's it's a tough one. It really is. But um, the, the, the red kit, I think I've under ordered, but the beauty with Hummel is they said, we're not like Puma. We will give you more opportunities to do top-up orders. So even before we've, we've put it on sale, I've already asked them, right, what's the minimum I need to get, you know, a reordering so, by Christmas? So we will have plenty. So your so favourite
4: kit's the, the one. red one. Dan? What, 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 no, it's the you, blue one. It is the blue. Well, the home. Sorry? The home or the away? The
1: blue one. Um, <laughs> uh, the away Dan,
4: one. what's your favourite shirt? Mine's the away one by Countryman.
1: I, I think, from,
3: not want to sound too corny, from a football perspective, in terms of when I'm watching a game of football, what I want my team to wear, it's the normal blue and yellow. But for me to wear, it's the dark blue. Because I find that I don't like wearing football shirts that look like football shirts. I like wearing a football shirt that, or a sports shirt that doesn't overly look like a mental football shirt. Like, I'd rather wear a training, But like you got. I'd rather wear a training top than the actual shirt. My brother was the same. He was like, I'll buy this. It's a training top. And then when I bought it from, him, I was like, no, 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 no. That's the, that's the away shirt.
1: I agree. Like, I a, bro- subtle, like a, a subtle tracksuit top with Wimbledon written
3: across. Oh, I agree. Exactly. I, I, back,
4: broke, yeah. I broke my own rules on Saturday because I bought the away shirt. I never buy football shirts because I don't think grown men should have football shirts unless they're retro old school ones. I don't think men should. I think only kids should. Or if you're going on holiday, then you can buy a football shirt to wear to show your colours. But grown men should not wear football
0: shirts. Because most shout grown men. All the way out. to
3: the ground, I saw a couple. The bloke was wearing a yellow Taylor shirt. And the, and the girl was wearing a blue Robbie L shirt. Oh, yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It was a blue Vinnie Jones shirt, which is the one I loved. And I was like, yeah. yes, and I was talking to, talking to my little nephew about it. So, if you're those two people, big, big kudos to you.
4: Well, well Matt, have you got any questions? Because we, we have been going on for quite a little. Have you got any further questions, Danny, or should we move on to Hartley Poor Way?
3: Matt, thank you very much. I appreciate it. It must be a real big pinching point. Mm. And thanks ever so much for doing it. I'm looking forward to uh, getting my... I'm going to try, try and get one of the, the new zip up. Jacket you want Yeah, to. like I
1: say, I, I I couldn't do it without Jonesy's help because if if he does if he comes up with a crap kit, it's not selling, and I don't I don't then hit my targets. I couldn't do it without the volunteers. I mean, obviously, I mean, a hundred percent of the full time staff in the shop are either married or engaged to volunteers. I think that needs an investigation.
0: <laughs> um,
3: but so my fiance, but I love Ireland inside the kit the kit shop.
1: Yeah yeah so my fiance Shannon um people probably won't understand that last year I, nearly half of her annual leave from her job she took to come and volunteer and help me on days when I was thinking oh, I can't I've got too much on so the, the the sort of dedication we get from our volunteers and obviously you've got Tracy with Anthony as well who will come and give up whole weekends to come and work in the shop because we're all fans at the end of the day, so we we don't mind doing it. But it's it's a weird one as well on, on the flip side of that because people will say to us, well, just, you know, if you work Saturdays, take a day off in the week. Well, I can't really go to my missus and say, oh, yeah, you know you worked all day in the shop with me on Saturday. Well, I'm having a day off for that. Now you get off to work.
4: <laughs> it's, it's not really going to work. You want to start running your asshole better then. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what I'd I'll do get fun. her down here in a minute. <laughs> all right, Matt. Yeah, again, I echo what Danny said. Thanks very much for all your hard work. And again, yeah, yeah. what you said, echo all the volunteers that work in the club shop, because it is, I've seen, I've been in there, and if anyone's been in the club shop, people, as I said, people are very focused on themselves and don't realise that you, you there is volunteers. People probably think they're paid staff, especially we do get a lot of tourists nowadays as well. And yeah. people coming over d- don't realise we're all fully volunteered. And as I said, when I went to Bruce here Dortmund or Duisburg, You'd literally go to club shop. I was queuing. I was thinking, "Oh, come on, people!" But you don't understand. So yeah, thanks very much for coming on and uh, telling us about the club shop. When we come back, we'll be discussing the massive game against Hartlepool on Saturday. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. Welcome back and we're going to be discussing the game against Hartlepool on Saturday. I am going, uh, me and my boy are going up there, 7.48 train. i uh, got to leave at five in the morning, get up at half four. Yeah, it's going to be a long old day, but you wouldn't do anything else on Saturday, would you? Boys, what do you think? Are we going to line up the same? Would you make any changes with regards to formation or tactics or players? What are we doing?
1: Matt? Um... I would be very tempted to give New York City um, a bit more of a run out um, because, you know, when we signed those, when people found out, when Brentford fans found out that, the, that him and Magoma were going to be playing together, they're like, they are going to piss League 2. Like, they, they, they are unreal together. So I'd be really excited to see them together. But... I don't know how Johnny Jackson approaches these things. Like it's a winning winning team. I'm not changing it, and I suppose we'll find out pretty soon. I, I don't know. I haven't looked up the history of that or anything, um, but lads, we could be having two wins in a, in a row. Like that's that's unheard of for a, quite a long time. So it's yeah. I'm going as well. I'm, I don't want to miss out on the. I don't want to miss out on that.
4: Dan, what train are you on?
0: <laughs> what what train am I on?
3: One of the big ones, you know, <laughs> yeah. one of the ones that go really fast. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what kit we're going to wear. We're we going to wear the the light blue, the dark blue, or the red and green. I'm just well, they play
4: in blue and white stripes, so.
3: Well, then it's got to be the dark blue, or, yeah. or is that too close a match? I, don't I, know, I think it. we're wearing
1: the red. What? We to, this is one. This it. is this is one of the things that that really, really got to me with with Hummel is that you know a couple of promises weren't kept. Maybe we. Maybe we didn't uh, understand the promise that they were making this, but we wanted to have that red kit launched before the weekend um, so people could buy it and wear it up there because I think we are wearing the red kit. but um, So, yeah, but that doesn't look like that's happening.
4: They play in light blue and white, so why can't we wear our away kit? I don't get it. Anyway, Dan, go on.
3: I would not change the team. I'd be exactly as it was. I think the, the players on Saturday aren't the right to... To plan what they're wearing, um, and that includes McCormick. Even if he's fit, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take him. Unfortunately, I think I, I don't know what the full story behind that is. And obviously, um, before we came on, there was room, quite a heavy rumor about Harting going to Mansfield, which is quite quite interesting because because he was clearly sold a dream of playing up up the league, just like Tyrell Thomas, exactly the same as him. Um, and it looks like he's going to probably play with uh, is it Nigel Clough at, at Mansfield? Mansfield? Yeah,
4: I think you're Literally. right there.
3: Um, so I think we're going to go exactly the same. Um, i don't think there going to be many changes i think he, what he might do because obviously with the cup on tuesday um he may give a few other guys a bit longer run out or maybe i mean i wouldn't prioritise the, the, the league cup too much but i'd be very very tempted to play our team on saturday and then maybe maybe change a little bit for the tuesday game um but no it's nice to be quite quite positive but I, I don't it'll be interesting to see when we're away from home if, are we going to play in the same way
4: well, the thing is, Hartlepool got spanked 4-0 on Saturday against Walsall, which, again, Walsall, one of the favourites to come out of this league. Yeah, they but were I your
3: favourite, weren't they,
4: Walsall? Yeah, yeah, I picked them second. I thought Crawley and them would go up, but uh, I think that's mad that they lost 4-0 on Saturday. Do you know what I mean? They've got a lot of players that have come, dropped down from Scotland uh, and I don't think they're from the higher reaches of the Scottish league. So, they're they're playing at a level, I think, they, they might not be as good. A, and that's what a lot of the Hartlepool fans were saying. So I'm hoping that we can go out there and we can, if we play like we did Saturday, then we should be able to put a performance in and get three points. Uh, I, I'd be tempted to maybe put our on the bench and, and start young Coombs, uh, okay. but I'm with you as well. I don't know if you need to change too much with Tuesday coming along, then we could then put Huddlin and young Coombs in and say, look, go do something, show me what you've got. McCormick, I'd probably have him in the squad if he is still a Wimbledon player by then. Uh, I did say on Sunday that I still think our bench is pretty weak. But then yeah. as I was speaking to someone in the pub and they said to me, "How the two players I was talking about was Hershey and the other kid. I can't I can't pronounce his name. Og-
3: Ogunduri. 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 How
4: do you know they're not good enough? How do, you, how do we know? We didn't know about Curry until Saturday. How do we know they're not good enough? And League 2 isn't a great level league. You step up to League 1 and it becomes... A, a good level. You're playing against Derby, Chef Wednesday, Sunderlands. You drop down to League Two and you're playing against the Harrogates, Hartlepools and teams like that. Well, no disrespect to Harrogate, they won 3-0 against Swindon on Saturday, which was mad. Can but, I ask about
3: Zach Robinson? I know you might have spoken about that. What did, we, what did you make? What was this conversation? It was Sunday mad happened?
4: because on Sunday, everyone kind of agreed. Everyone said when they saw it, uh, they were all sitting there dumbfounded thinking, wait a minute, what happened? Like It was in the programme that he was Glad he signed his contract. He was looking to forward scoring league two goals at Plough Lane. But then when you sit down and you take it in, this is why the Sunday debrief is quite good because you don't do it straight after the game Saturday. You, you kind of relax, you yeah. kind of think mm-hmm. about things. It's actually a good move for him because is he getting ahead of uh, Davison? No. Nope. Is he getting ahead of uh, Asal? No. Is he getting ahead of Young Coombs? No. And will he get ahead of Hudlin at the moment? Probably not. So that's four strikers ahead of him. Yeah, even if you take Assau out and put him, there's still three strikers ahead of him. So why not send him at a level that he should be scoring goals? And it's a level better than what he's been playing on loan before. He's but his yeah, highest he, level.
3: But, he's, but how do we know that he's going to start at Dundee? He
4: he, he came on, yeah, he literally so arrived now. on Saturday. Gary Barryer picked him up from the station yeah. and he, he, he got on the bench and they were quite impressed with him. I think, I think he's gone there to play. It's a championship, it's not the SBL. It's the one below.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got his championship, which is probably the equivalent of us.
4: I'd say it's probably lower than that. But I think he's gone there under the... He'll be starting games up there, I have no doubt. But yeah, it was a strange one. But then when you think about it, what we've got ahead of him, would he be getting in at did, the moment?
0: Did, do you
3: think that he went out because um, Young Coombs... Is that his name? Young Coombs came in. Is that, do you reckon that was... He's yes. come in, so you're going? Yes. Yeah, OK. Matt, what do you think about so we Have got enough? Yeah, I,
1: think I, do, I definitely agree with that, yeah.
3: OK, so we're still technically waiting for, um, we reckon, a fallback. if we've got, I, I, if we we, ideally.
4: And again, this was another thing that was meant, we, we think a win-back needs to come in that can play <laughs> either side, yeah. because Curry's got no competition whatsoever at the moment, and I'm looking at the right win-back side. If Osu doesn't sign, which is looking more likely as the days go on, he's sitting at home, Still not signed a contract. Injured, which I find mad that we've offered him a contract. He's injured. He's still not signing it. We're second week into the season. It's like you said, he's not getting
3: paid at all?
4: No, Heitken is going to... Again, Heitken's not been paid. He thought he was going Sheffield Wednesday or something like that in the League One or higher reaches of League One, maybe the Championship. He's now going to be possibly going to Mansfield. We're We're, We're second week into the season. The kid hasn't got a contract. And I wouldn't have him nowhere near our team at the moment. I don't think he gets into our team, Hartigan. And, and that's what I mean. If we had Osu, Osu sign, I'd, 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 at the moment, I'd probably go, yeah, sign him because I think Gunter and, and Curry need competition. But can we get a young loney who could give them competition? But then a young loney's is going to want to start... The club's going to want them to start games. Yeah. Uh, which I don't think we can We can promise them at the moment with Curry and Gunter. But, yeah, I think that... and. We said on Sunday, we did say on Sunday, and i asked this to both of you, would you just sell McCormick now and not just take anything like peanuts, but would you just say, right, we get half a million for him, 250,000 goes to Chelsea. Just, we don't know the figures. We just hear what we, most people are saying it's 50% that Chelsea get. Would you take the 250 grand, just go, right, we need to now spend that 250 grand straight on a player. Don't go anywhere else, but we sign a player for around that figure because he's our highest earner between three to five grand I think it is and then just give that to a player a young player or someone coming up through non-league what would you do? Because we don't need a bad apple in in the that, in the squad.
1: That's that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's I'm I'm just I'm so, I'm I'm gutted, absolutely gutted because he actually came into the day he signed so the way Robbo is absolutely dead set on getting him. And what they did was, Robert did a big presentation to him and to Chelsea, um, and then he left him alone. He, he didn't, he didn't hassle him or anything. Um, and he came back and said, "No, I want to play for Wimbledon." And he, and he, he came, he came into the club to sign, and he came through the office. And I've never had it from any other player who's just signed. He was going up and chatting to everyone. I, oh, I'm, you know, um, what's your name? What do you do? And stuff like this. Um, my name's Luke. And, and, and he had his missus with him. And she was saying to us, like he is so excited. He's so excited. And he was so happy to be there. And I think I might be to blame I, I, on the Fleetwood. <laughs> like Obviously, Anthony's, Anthony's uh, stag do was Fleetwood away. And um, I actually was that far gone that I went down. They were on the same train as us on the way back. And I told, and it was Woody and, yeah, Woodyard and Luke McCormick in that carriage. And the security guy let me in and I was like, oh, I met you on, I met you when you, when you first joined. Uh, and, and Woody, you can't leave, I made my dog after you. And, and I just like, I cringe when I think about it now, but- Did you, I, did you speak de-
3: deliberately like Frank Spencer from some other who <laughs> have them, or <laughs> I, did you I, not? I, I,
1: there was, uh, people came in the shop the next week and they are like, oh, we spoke to you on the tram. And I was like, did you? Um, so, I hope, I hope I was a professional. That's a better oh, conversation than I,
4: was, I would have had with him on the trainer. So,
3: yeah. I, I think was, he's that, worth a quarter yeah, of a million. I mean, I think he's worth a bit more than that. But ultimately, it, I think what I'd like to see is us not to make the same mistake again with the Palmer situation. If you sell McCormick, you've got to replace him and you need to replace him with some quality. Yeah. So I, I'm with you, Lee. I would take £250,000 now and go, okay, who do we want? Providing that Johnny Jackson's got a replacement, okay, out you go, in you come. I would well, be, then there, I'll do it.
4: There is a rumour of a player that we are after which is not going to go down very well with of fans. Go on. And it's that Caskey... The probably,
3: forced the from Charlton. Yeah,
4: it's from Charlton. What's, he, that, what's wrong with that? Well, he played yeah. for the scum.
3: Oh, mate, get over it.
4: Just, I'm just saying, I just said, I don't care, really. I don't, you know I mean? I've when Broughton's against against
3: Are we bothered? I mean, I think that's a decent signing. I, yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm over it. I'm it's over weird. That. He's
4: number eight. He's number eight for Charlton. We haven't given the number eight shirt away yet. Uh, it does make sense. But it's weird listening to what you just said, Matt, about how excited he was to sign. He was friendly with everyone because what I'm hearing now, again, this is just fans speaking. This is from number of fans as well, not yeah. just. It's that he's thrown his toys at the pram. He doesn't want to play League Two football. He had a relegation clause in his contract. We're not kind of adhering into that, I don't know how true that is but it just sounds mad that he was so excited playing now, he's got to be careful what he wishes, because he's had one relegation with Bristol, he's had one relegation with us if he goes back to Bristol and gets relegated again his CV ain't great, so I don't get why you don't just stay with Wimbledon tear League 2 up like most people yeah. think you can, yeah. and then maybe get a move after that, yeah, like we did with Wimbledon
3: it's modern football it's madness, and, 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 but ultimately at the same time If we have had a clause in the contract that says, when we get relegated, you're going to be moved on, it is important that we adhere to that. But Again, that could be
4: absolute bollocks. Of course. And again,
3: it could be an absolute nonsense that he's thrown his toys at the pram. It could be that he's got a little knock or whatever. It's hard to... I just don't think how...
4: People were saying he was at the... You probably back this up, Matt, because uh, Chris Falk has already said that he was at the photo day. But it's just weird how he's not... In any of the photos, yeah. If you've only got a slight lock, knock, why are you not in the photo? Bill Al was there and he's injured. Do you know what I mean? Unless you've got COVID, then if you've got a slight knock, you can go into the group photo and the photos. I don't I, mean,
1: I, hope, I don't, I don't know anything about
3: it. I mean, Honestly. I hope, I hope for him that he gets his, he gets his move, and we get our money, and we get a replacement. If, and if he, he
4: wants to move, then yeah, yeah. good luck to him. I'm, I, but I,
3: someone rightly, you've got to pay, you've got to pay for it. You're not worth you an amount of money, and that's what it is.
4: We had too many bad apples in our squad last year. We do not need bad apples this year. We've got a squad that, as I said, on Saturday, we've all said it looked good. But then, as you're right, Dan, we can't get too excited because last year we were really excited after watching women play the first yeah. few games and we ended up turning to shit and getting relegated. I mean, so- like
3: I said, at the beginning of the season, looking at the players we bought or, or we have have had into the squad, you are a bit like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. We've had a really nice result. And I mean, let's be honest, the one thing we ever spent about chilling were terrible. That that is the worst Gillingham team that I've... I mean, we we always seem to play Gillingham. That's the worst Gillingham team I've seen us play. um, And uh, and by some way. They were
4: pretty poor last year, but yeah, that is... I mean,
3: you beat the teams that are in front of you. We looked good. We played some nice stuff. Chidwick's goal was good. Curry's goal was good. We defended well. It was good to see Bendel putting a really good tackle and being involved. Lovely to see that. So, you know, all reasons we We have got some positive positive.
4: signs ahead of Saturday. As I said, Bendel was... Apparently being offered out on loan, which I hope is not the case anymore, because I'd have him ran that first team squad because yeah. he was hungry, young and hungry. That's what we love to say. I
3: feel like we're two players short now from having a really sort of solid, um, yeah, to having a, a, what I would call a comfortable year. But we need to have two, and one of them is going to be a gamble loan in a position somewhere. I think. You, I think. I actually think that the the forward is going to be a gamble. The young Coombs. I think you never know, dear. You, when you are going to this, no,
4: he, he's scoring goals, mate.
3: Okay, how many are you talking here?
4: Well, do you want another Are you bet? double
3: figuring? Are you gonna put down double because I couldn't
4: I couldn't find you on Saturday to get my food? I, I was, was starving waiting by him. the
3: pie shop because that's the only shop you'd have gone to for a whole hour.
4: I was starving. Starving well, I, was I was waiting. I
3: was waiting. We, can, we can double or quits it. We can we can pause it and have a Christmas curry if you like. We can I mean, do I, I reckon
4: young young Coons will score fifteen goals for us this season.
3: Okay, how many goal, how many goals before Christmas? Ten. Okay. I'll have a double or quits of you. A, a proper curry night I'll even come to you in all South competitions End.
4: huh all competitions oh, hold
3: on a all competitions including the Carabao Cup alright okay I'm, I'm Johnson Paint. everything I will go with you but I'm not having friendlies I'm not having no no he ain't played friendly yet though 10 games before Christmas Day 10 goals 10 goals before Christmas Day
4: 100% mate the boys can get a hat-trick on Saturday if he starts if he
3: does before New Year's Eve I'll come down to South End and I'll buy you a curry yes Matt, you've heard that. In fact, let's see if the winner can get a spec a sort of commemorative polo shirt from the club shop, a baby <laughs> polo shirt. I'll give you i I'll give you a Presley hoodie. Sorted. Done. There
4: you <laughs> right, boys, what's our predictions? We'll do predictions before we go. Matt, what are you saying on Saturday?
1: Uh, I could probably see another
4: 2-0. Yep. Yeah. Dan.
1: Um, three one.
3: I think we're going to win comfortably 3 1. I think all the Davison's going to score, a Sal's going to score, and I think McGomer's going to score. And I don't even care who scores for Hartley 4 1.
4: Wimbledon. One. Uh, young Coombs hat trick. <laughs> uh, and uh, Davison's going to get the other one.
3: It'll be the best £8.50 I've ever spent on you. <laughs> <laughs> he can taste the poppadoms already.
4: Mate, Curry's down in Southend ain't cheap, mate. Tell you.
3: Hey, Jack Curry won't be expect- won't be cheap either, mate. Let's let's Do, put it
4: there. That's the thing, Jack Curry song to Vindaloo. I'm not a big fan.
3: I've, I didn't know it.
4: It was Jack Curry, Jack Curry. Okay. And we all love Jack Curry. Something is that, like that, is that the kind
3: so. of intelligent banter that you put up? You you, you Well, me, on, I,
4: it? I I preferred Ruby 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 for Jack Curry. I mean, they're both pretty poor. Uh, and Paris Magoma's songs. Curry good love.
3: Song. No, you'll just have to wait.
4: Par- Paris Paris songs good. What's that? The white stripes, you know the old Michael Van Gogh one. Oh
3: yeah, we
4: still have him oh, Paris Magoma. Huh? No? Uh, he don't deserve a song, mate. Once he starts Ooh. doing something on the pitch, you can get a song.
3: I always thought, Matt, one thing that we desperately haven't ever done is a songbook, a Wimbledon songbook where you can find yeah. players' names no. and no. put it into the club. And Never. Robbie Earl, no.
4: ridiculous. That's a ridiculous champagne if you, song. If you yeah. don't hear, yeah. if Hold you don't on. know the you don't He's know the songs, done. you're not a football fan. You know what my we brother, need? A blue and yellow brother. AOC woman rattler.
3: My brother turned up and went, What are they
1: singing? Well,
4: my mum does that. I teach go around with
1: my dads, so and my mum, my mum makes me tell her all the all the words, the songs. Teach them so the songs.
4: It? That's the idea. You're meant to teach them. That's a ridiculous idea. Song. We ever do a songbook. We do a songbook, I'll never going again.
3: Great. Let's
4: do it now. <laughs> Songbook comes out Saturday. <laughs> oh,
3: sorry, I'm starting typing type there. No, I'll, I'll, I'll literally make one with crayon.
4: Anyway, after we've done this, I'm emailing uh, Matt with all my ideas that I want sold in the club shop.
3: It'll be free with a chiselet hoodie.
4: <laughs> right, boys. Thanks very much for joining us tonight. We're back on Sunday with the Sunday debrief. Uh, I'll put out a time that's going to be on because uh, it was meant to be on well, in and the ladies kind of ruined that. We had to put it back a little bit. But yes, yeah, we'll be back Sunday debrief talking about everything port. Thanks very much, lads. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at The Wombles Had a
0: Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans.